0: back to another episode of FN Sports Bets brought to you by the Drive-In Network. I am your co-host Frankie Langer. The first thing I want to do is apologize for some of my picks last week. I guess that's why you don't always listen to a 21-year-old who wants to, you know, give you picks that you put money on. Uh, it's week 7 and this is the week 7 episode in picks. I've got Nathan's picks here on a on a sheet of paper and uh, sent them to me and so we'll be going through each game and uh, obviously the games that are Nathan's I'll be you know, giving a little input on, but also highlighting his picks uh, for said games, and obviously, you know, I've got half the picks too, and I'll go through each one of mine. But regarding Week Six, uh, we went eight and ten overall. We're thirty-nine and twenty-nine. It would be thirty. No, it would be forty and twenty-eight if it wasn't for uh, me flipping at the last second, thinking the Cowboys would rally and uh, beat the Cardinals, which they really didn't. Uh, this episode's coming out after the Thursday night game, uh, which was the Giants at Eagles. You know, luckily that game, to me, I, I actually wrote down I was going to take the Giants uh, to win, uh, not even to cover four and a half, so you know, I'm, I'm glad I didn't, and so or at least didn't record an episode before then, so hopefully having one less game, given it's a Thursday game, will help me have a winning record this week. But, let's go over a few games of last week that kind of caught me off guard uh one was the bears over the panthers i thought the panthers were going to win there um but you know the bears are actually starting to look pretty good with nick Foles. i watched uh you know most of that game and i watched his post-game press conference i'm sure a lot of you have seen it he was really fired up talking about uh you know coming together as a team and being a championship team and things like that and so the bears are starting to look real good and um especially with Nick Foles, and he's someone who I didn't think would totally develop the way he is now, but I really like the uh, path that he's on. The second one that kind of tripped me up uh, was that the Titans went over in their game, and uh, the Titans' offense is not, you know, what I thought. I thought maybe they'd be a more run-centered offense this year, and they do. They ran the ball well with Derrick Henry, but... Uh, they also produce uh, more points so you know look for in Titans games It might be smart to start taking the over now obviously depending who they're playing uh, the next surprising game was the Bucks Their defense is extremely good. Their linebackers are fast their defensive backs the ball, especially when they play with you know a little bit of a a Deficit, you know, they're down 10 nothing for that first Rodgers pick I really like uh, how that defense plays especially when they're down and they're playing lights out Um I think that you know talking about the Bucks defense makes me really give more respect to the Bears offense, who you know scoring twenty points against them is impressive. When you watch uh, Aaron Rodgers only score ten in that high-powered Packer, Packers offense, so that's something to consider looking forward. Is the Bucks defense is nothing to play with, and it reminds me a lot of Peyton Manning's last year in Denver, where you know he's had not his best statistical year, but he was surrounded by a good defense, ended up you know riding off to the sunset. A la Super Bowl 50 So might look for that for Tom Brady I like their defense Um, Let's see the last I got two more The last last two Jets are a dumpster fire Don't think they win a game the rest of the year I think they're tanking for Trevor I think a report's coming out about that too The Jets are terrible Um, They either need to fire Adam Gase Or get rid of all the players But I don't think I just don't think both of those uh, You know, Adam Gase and the players they have now Are going to gel well Looks like they're tanking. Uh, I'm not betting on them the rest of the year. I think I can guarantee that. Finally, the Patriots' stock is on the way down. Uh, You know, they lost the Broncos last week in a a game that I picked them to win. And they just, you know, I I actually saw a tweet. And the tweet was that, you know, when you watch Cam Newton throw a ball and every ball looks like it's kind of a Hail Mary, that's how you know uh, they're kind of on the way down. And that's humorous, but at the same time, when you see a quarterback really pressing the way he did, especially coming back after COVID, all those things, uh, you know, they're trying to keep everything stable in that building, but obviously, uh, things are kind of, it seems like, I don't want to use the word falling apart because I believe in Bill Belichick and his coaching staff, but, um, I, I guess I can confidently say they're really missing Tom Brady right now on top of everything that's going on with COVID-19. Um, we might see some impact for uh, this week with COVID 19. I'll obviously get into that. Uh, and I am making the pick on the Raiders game, which has uh, massive COVID 19 implications. We'll get to that. Let's start um, with the first game, which is Cleveland playing at Cincinnati. You're going to have to bear with me today if I'm looking back at Nathan's sheet. I'm looking at mine. We're kind of, the schedule's a little bit staggered for both of our sheets. So uh, you're going to have to bear with me. But this is a game Nathan had. Uh, The Browns are a 3.5-point favorite playing in Cincinnati, a a 50.5-point over-under. Nathan's got the Browns to win, it looks like, outright here. Uh, Unless, it it depends what he's circling here, but I can speak to the the spread here. He picked the Browns to win, minus 3.5. And and, uh, I think that the Browns are an interesting team this year. I mean, they're doing statistically really well. But it, it's hard for me to see with all these quarterbacks coming in, Justin Herbert especially this year, kind of pushing the boundaries about rookie quarterbacks and how much their offense coordinators are letting them showcase their arm talent. Uh, it's hard for me to feel totally confident in Baker Mayfield as a long-term option here, uh, just with all the weapons that they have. I saw Austin Hooper will be out; he's got appendicitis. Um, you know, I think that changes a couple things because he is a a fairly you know good and athletic target for Baker Mayfield and that Browns offense, but. Uh, the Bengals have looked good this year with Joe Burrow, and he's obviously getting better and better with each game. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I like the Browns to win here. Um, and I think, you know, take them to win three and a half. Again, not my pick, but, um, Nathan circled the Browns here. I'm assuming that means they're going to win outright. Um, so, he picked the Browns 50 and a half. Uh, he didn't make a, make a pick on, I think, 50 and a half is, um, a fine over to take that's each team scoring, you know, it's a 35 to 17 game, something like that. And uh, that Browns defense has looked really good, so I kind of expect the Browns to have the ball a lot, maybe get a turnover on defense, possibly a defensive touchdown, um, maybe over here. But let's move on to the uh, first game I have, which is the Dallas Cowboys playing in Washington, playing the Washington football team. It looks like the Washington football team initially was a one-point favorite. When I printed out my sheet, now they're currently—it's a pick'em game, uh, and I like Dallas here. And um, obviously, you take you, you, uh, well the well—the over—the over/under—we'll get to, but uh, you take Dallas to win here. And you know, Washington has seemed. Um, okay you know especially after two weeks ago benching Dwayne Haskins and kind of all the drama that came with that and came with Alex Smith uh you know coming back and getting to see him play again but this Dallas team I mean they've had some injuries but their defense has looked uh okay and I think that I, I'm not gonna say that they look good because of what the Cardinals did um last week but I mean they look okay and Jalen Smith is kind of in the middle there him and uh Van They've got a pretty solid defensive back uh, you know, unit, and especially the defensive line up front, Demarcus Lawrence uh, looks really good this year. I think he's you know, a top 10 pass rusher this year especially. Um, and I like the, the coaching staff for Dallas. I understand the report that came out this week about um, people really not believing in the coaching staff or that they don't know what they're doing, but I think that this is a week they bounce back and they get a win here. Um, Washington has just really not looked good all this year. Um, You know, they lost the Giants uh, And the Giants look good against the Cowboys If you kind of want to play that game But I just think Dallas, even with uh, Dak out And Andy Dalton starting this week I think that they are just uh, a more, you know A better team here when you kind of break it down to brass tacks And even though the Cowboys are lacking a, a great offensive line Like they did, you know, four years ago I think that there's still some pieces there that are really good offensively and i'd like to see zeke get on track here i saw him fumble last week uh and hopefully ball security is on issue this week i like the cowboys to win here the over under is 46 and a half i kind of want to go under here uh the cowboys didn't score a lot of points last week the washington football team has not scored a lot of points uh so far this year so i like the under here i know i say it's um irresponsible to take unders but i'm going to take the Cowboys to win to pick them. I'm going to take the under under 46 and a half. I'll be really surprised if this is a high-scoring game, but um, might be proven wrong. Let's move on to Nathan's next game. This is Detroit playing in Atlanta. Um, Nathan's got oh, let me say the spread first. Atlanta's a two-point favorite over under 54 and a half points. Nathan's taking Atlanta here. Um, it looks like he's taken to maybe cover. Um, yeah, I mean, Detroit looked really good last week. Um, and I like how they played in Jacksonville, I think it was. You know, Atlanta, after firing Dan Quinn, it seems like they're just really starting to ramp up offensively. Julio Jones has first touchdown uh, last week. So, uh, I mean, the, to me, this seems like more of a pickup game than the Cowboys and Washington football team. But uh, I like Nathan's pick here, Atlanta. Uh, if he's taking the spread, I think that's good. I think Atlanta covers minus two here. Uh, if it were me, I, I would maybe take the under. Um, just because I don't think Atlanta's going to score crazy every week. But again, not my pick. I like Nathan's pick here, minus two. Uh, Atlanta cover, minus two. Let's move on uh, to my next game, which is the Carolina Panthers playing in New Orleans, playing the Saints. Uh, I've got... Well, okay, let's first start with the spread. The Saints are a 7-point favorite, the over-under at 51. Uh, I read that the Carolina Panthers have not played in a game that hit a 50-plus over yet this year. Uh, This is obviously a 51. Statistics tell me to take the under here. I'll speak to that a little more, but, uh, you know, the Saints have kind of not... Not been producing like we thought they would. I think that Michael Thomas is playing this week. And to me, that does change things. I know in every podcast every week, we talk about, you know, if Michael Thomas or when Michael Thomas is going to come back for the Saints. Um, If it is this week against the Carolina Panthers, uh, I think I like the Saints to win here. I think that them covering by seven is kind of asking a lot. And, you know, maybe I'll be proven wrong. But, um, you know, Carolina obviously taking a loss to the Bears last week, but... I still think they're a solid team uh, in the NFC South, so uh, yeah, I like them here, and um, I'm going to take, boy, part of me wants to take Carolina covering plus seven, but I'm not. I'm going to take the under here because of the statistics of just seeing that Carolina has not uh, hit a 50-plus over in a game. Uh, Might be proven wrong in Drew Brees, and the Saints score 35 points, but statistics is telling me to take the under, which I'm going to do, and I'm going to take the saints to win here not to cover um so you know if you want to go against what i said you could take panthers to cover plus seven i kind of like that we'll see if the line moves anymore kind of figuring out who's active and who's not but for now i'm going to take the under given the statistics of carolina and the games they've been in and i like the saints just to to win here and kind of get back on track um the next game uh nathan made a pick on it's buffalo bills at the new york jets Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh uh, But I realized I said the Jets were a dumpster fire And I still believe they are Uh, The over-under is 45 The Bills, uh, Nathan had him at 12-point favorite, looks like it's moved to 11.5 It doesn't matter here I think the Bills win I think that's the lock of this week Is the Bills win, Nathan circled the Bills I don't think he's taking them to cover Minus 12, I think that, you know, again That may happen But that's still asking a lot of a team I remember, I think it was Two weeks ago, or just last week, when the Chiefs, uh, they were supposed to cover like 9.5 or 10 points something in that ballpark against the Raiders, and that's asking a lot of a team. Even if it's the best team in the NFL, it's asking a lot to cover that many points in a professional game. It's different when you're talking about college, but, uh, you know, these are all professionals, and that's different when a spread is over, you know, 7.5 points, so... Uh, I wouldn't take the Bills to cover here just out of safety for my wallet. Uh, The over-under 45, Nathan did not make a pick on. And I think it it might be nice to go under here. Uh, I don't think the Jets are going to score a lot of points. But, um, you know, I said I wasn't going to bet on them at all the rest of this year. But, yeah, I like Nathan's pick for the Bills here. He might be taking the Bills minus 12. We'll see. But I wouldn't. I'd just take the Bills to outright win here. It might be a good game for a parlay. The next game uh, is the Green Bay Packers playing in Houston, playing the Texans. Packers are three and a half point favorite. The over under is fifty seven, which is pretty high. Um, co- one statistic: the Packers are ten and zero against the spread when not covering the previous week. Right, so they don't cover one week. The next week following them not covering, they are ten and zero. Again, statistics show me I got to go with them, so I'm going to take the Packers to win here minus three and a half. Uh, the Texans look like they're kind of putting pieces together after firing Bill O'Brien, and I think Deshaun Watson is a, a, a good quarterback in this league. But, um, again, it's hard when statistics tell you to take a certain team uh, when it's 10-0 and 0 against the spread. So I like the Packers to win here minus 3.5. I think the defense they saw last week is kind of a, an anomaly. Um, the, the Bucks defense is extremely well-coached and really aggressive. I don't think the Texans play exactly the same. I did see that they're moving a lot of people around in the back end of their defense, um, but still, you know, they have the, the up-front threats of uh, J.J. Watt and a solid linebacking core, and obviously on the offensive side, they have weapons. Uh, they're still missing DeAndre Hopkins, I can tell that, but Sean Watson is a weapon. Um, I like all that, but I still like the Packers to cover here, minus 3.5. Not only do I have faith in them kind of coming back and getting on track with a win here after a big loss against Tampa Bay, um, but again, when they're 10 against the spread, the next week following the week they don't cover, uh, I gotta go with that. So I'm gonna take the Packers to win and cover here. Um, Over/under, uh, I'm not gonna make a pick on just because that's a pretty high uh, total, and it, it seems like this game could go either way. It seems like the Packers could score, you know, 24 points and win against a Texans Texans team that scores 10, uh, or it could be 35-28. So I kind of want to be able to watch that game with a little bit of enjoyment, uh, watching teams score or not score, so I'd rather not make a pick on that over-under. Again, Packers 3.5 here. Um, the next game is Pittsburgh at Tennessee, uh, and I'm making sure that i gotta, I got to make sure each game is covered because I'm kind of flip-flopping back here, but this is one of Nathan's picks. The Titans are a one-point favorite, uh, the over-under at 50.5. Nathan's taking Pittsburgh here. He's taking underdog pick. Uh, looks like he's taking them maybe to cover plus one and a half. Uh, now it's just plus one, so uh, we'll just say Nathan's taking them to to win cover. And I like that underdog pick. Um, I think that this is this could be like the game of the week. And I say that because, um, oh boy, an alarm's going off from a nap I was taking. I apologize for that. We're gonna keep rolling. Uh. Pittsburgh's defense looks extremely good, and they look like a def- like a Pittsburgh Steelers defense of 2007, or, you know, kind of like that old-school uh, defense. Um, and the Titans have a high-powered offense, and A.J. Brown has looked really good. He's come on the last couple weeks. Derrick Henry, obviously, kind of like that focal point of that offense. And Ryan Tannehill has played extremely well. I saw a ton of statistics about wins, uh, at following week seven of last year, and he's up there with the best of them. Uh, I think this could be a game of the week, seriously. Um, but I like Nathan's underdog pick here. I'm not sure who I'd pick, and I don't think I'm going to say anything about this one. I'm just going to let Nathan make this pick. Um, the over-under, 15 and a half. I kind of am tempted. I'd be tempted to take the over. I'm not going to make that pick just because Pittsburgh's defense could come out and kind of like stonewall and figure out ways to stop this Titans offense nathan goes uh steelers to cover minus one here the next game uh is the Bay buccaneers at the las vegas raiders uh this is a pick of mine i'm finding on my sheet the buccaneers were a three point favorite another four point favorite uh i think that this is an easy pick here the over under is 52. The entire Raiders offensive line will not play this week, including Jonathan Abram. Uh, they're starting safety too, all due to COVID concerns. Tampa Bay is going to win and cover here. Um, look, I might be proven wrong, and and the Raiders might come out. They played really well against the Chiefs. I liked what they did. Um, their defense flew around. Henry Ruggs looked really good. But when your entire offensive line is out, which might be one of the most important, you know, group position group in football. Uh, you got to bet against him here. And so I think the Bucks wouldn't cover with ease, especially coming off a week of being the Packers like they did. I think their defense is going to play fired up. And um, I can expect Bruce Arians, especially seeing his scheme last week of, of blitzing Rogers and making him uncomfortable. I can't imagine what kind of pressure and blitzes cover ones Derek Carr is going to face this week. Um, just with that entire offensive line out and on short notice it's only a couple days away so that should be interesting and apparently the game is still scheduled as normal uh and it will be interesting to see if anything changes if the uh bucks play the raiders this week and the entire offensive line is out for the raiders the bucks win in cover here minus three um and i like the under here i like under 53 because of that reason because of the fact that um, I think it's going to be really hard for the Raiders to even get close to running the ball. But who knows? Maybe John Gruden has a has a plan, but I saw a report they only have five offensive linemen left on their roster. You're required to suit up eight every Sunday. They're scrambling right now, um, and instability is just—it's it's the worst thing you can have midseason. So, uh, again, is it their fault? Is it not? They're looking into if they violated COVID— uh, precautions but regardless that's kind of you know it's the information we need to make a knowledgeable pick and i like the bucks here to cover minus three the under under 53 i don't think the raiders are gonna, going to score a lot of points the next game is the jacksonville jaguars at the los angeles chargers nathan's got this pick he's got the chargers here chargers are a seven and a half point favorite at the over under 49 jacksonville looks like they're maybe on the way down uh and i love how justin herbert's playing i like nathan's pick here uh, I'm not sure if he took them to cover. I think seven and a half points is a lot, but I, I like this pick here of the Chargers winning. Um, yeah, Jags kind of look like they're falling apart. I guess especially with that handsome win by the Lions last week and they covered over/unders 49 here. Um you know, Jags can score points, but that Chargers defense looks good. I'd be tempted to take the under. Uh, I'm not going to guarantee anything to you guys after an eight and ten. Uh, valiant effort last week, but let's move on from Nathan's pick, which is the Chargers to win against the Jags. Uh, they're playing in LA, so if that helps anything. Next game is the San Francisco 49ers playing at the New England Patriots. Nathan's also got this game. He's got the Niners here to upset a little underdog action. The Niners, uh, two and a half point underdog. It's moved now to uh, just a two point dog over under 44 and a half. Uh, That's moved up a point from 43 and a half. Yeah, I mean, seeing the the Pats lose to the Broncos last week, uh, I mean, it's pretty telling of kind of what's going on in that building. But who knows? Was it Cam Newton just kind of being uncomfortable getting back into the the swing of things with being out for, you know, I think it was a little more than a week. So they might get back on track this week. Uh, Hopefully Jimmy Garoppolo is healthier this week uh, to play in New England. And I think that, you know, there's historical stuff this game and people are going to be talking about the storylines pre-game of the big trade from Jimmy Garoppolo to the 49ers and did Tom Brady really want him uh, in Foxborough? All these things. But, you know, when you strip it down, you take away all the storylines. Both teams that are well coached and uh, both have had or have a a solid defense and so uh, the over is 44 and a half here and um, I think that there's potential for this to go over. Nathan didn't make a pick on it. Oh, he did. I apologize. He picked over here with over 43 and a half. I'm not sure if he'd take over 44 and a half. I know it's only one point, but it looks like he thinks it's going to be a you know high scoring game. Nathan takes the over over 43 and a half. If you're taking it, Evan over 44 and a half, and somehow, some way, Nathan's right and you're wrong. I apologize. You can you can send his concern your concerns to him. Uh, And he likes the Niners as an underdog here, plus two and a half. So uh, those are Nathan's picks. Let's move on to the next game, Kansas City playing in Denver. Denver obviously just came off beating the Patriots. Uh, This game is my game. Uh, Let's see. I got Kansas City is a nine and a half point favorite. That's the same right now And the over-under at 45 and a half. Uh, and, and this one's hard. I, part of me wants to take the over. I, I don't think, first, let's talk about the spread. I'm not going to take Kansas City to cover here. Uh, you know, we've seen that in the past when they've had these high spreads that they need to cover. Sorry, I just dropped my chapstick. Poor podcasting skills. Uh, we've seen when they have high spreads in the past, you know, just think about last week with the Raiders. Uh, they just weren't able to cover, and when you give a team that much of of a gap, I think that's really hard in professional sports. So, I'm not going to take a spread here. I think the Chiefs win, and I like the over over 45 and a half. I think that's a little low, uh, given how much I think the Chiefs are going to score in Denver. Um, it, I've, I saw that there's a crazy weather report. It might be you know sunny and 70. Uh, in late morning and then by game time it's snowing i think a lot does depend on weather i think that's an important factor to look at uh i'm hoping that this game goes over and uh drew Locke, you know is coming back and this is his second week back from a shoulder injury hopefully he can score a good deal of points but i think kansas city wins here so i'm taking kansas city to win uh just the money line and the over 45 and a half uh, the next game is the Seattle Seahawks at the Arizona Cardinals. This is another game I have. Seattle's four and one against the spread, um, and in the oh, in their last five games, uh, and I like that, just because um, you know I know the one game they didn't cover was the Minnesota game; they won by a point. But when you're four and one in the last five weeks, I like the odds of uh, the spread here. It looks like that I want to take uh, Seattle just to win and then take the over. I saw a lot of reports that a lot of people think the Cardinals are going to win this game. Uh, Again, I think this is a great game. I think that this would make a great uh, game of the week. But, um, yeah, I mean, I like Seattle. And it's hard for me to bet against Russell Wilson. He's he's been able to make fourth-quarter comebacks, two-minute drills in the rain, as we saw uh, last week or a couple weeks ago. So I'm going to kind of flip. I initially wrote down on this paper that I'm going to take the Seattle money line and the over 56. Um, I think I'm going to flip and change a little bit here. I'm not going to make a pick on the over-under. I think 56 is a lot of points. Both teams can obviously score points, but um, who knows? 56 is, again, a lot of points. Um, Just how I think it's a lot of points in the Green Bay-Houston game. Um, you just don't know how these teams are going to come out. It's going to kind of be a low-scoring affair. Obviously, we saw the Cardinals score a lot last week, but still 56 a lot of points. I like Seattle to cover here minus 3.5 just because they're 4-1 against the spread in the last five weeks. Again, those statistics show me I just need to take the, the spread here. Um, But it might be a close one. They might win by three points. Um, I see that that's currently the line. I don't know what you want to go by. If you want to give me the benefit of the doubt, say that Seattle's going to cover minus three. So even if they win by a touchdown, it's just kind of null and void. Um, But I just have to go with the statistic that um, in the last five weeks, they've been four and one against the spread. So um, let's move on to the next game. Next game is Chicago playing at the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I think that this is a game Nathan had. Yes, he did. Uh, the Bear, or no, the Rams are a six point favorite. The over under at forty four and a half. Um, let's see if anything changed. They changed, you know, half a point up for over under. Now it's forty five. Nathan is going to take the Rams here minus six. Um, I, I'm tempted to take the Bears here plus six, just because it seems like they're progressing well, both defensively and offensively, with Nick Foles. Nathan's taking the Rams here, minus six. I'm not. Hmm. It's hard to tell by his writing if he's going to take them to cover. I probably wouldn't, but again, it's less than a touchdown, Um, so we're going to say that Nathan's going to have the Rams here. I like the Bears. If I was going to make a pick on this, I'd make the Bears uh, to cover plus six. The over/under. You know, I'm hoping that the Bears come out and play a good defensive game, and Nick Foles has methodical drives down the field. Um, that's kind of what their offenses looked like. Um, it's not looked like the Philly offense that we saw, you know, with Nick Foles and the Super Bowl and things like that. So I kind of like the under here. Uh, I think it's a little low, though. So um, if it were me, I'd take the Bears plus 6. Nathan's going to take the Rams to either win or cover here. I'm not sure. I see a little tick mark by uh, the minus 6. I'm not sure if he really means that. But let's just say Nathan's taking the Rams to cover minus 6. And let's move on, uh, see if there's – See, I'm a little jumbled today, so I'm figuring out uh, Chicago Bears. Yeah, let's talk about the Thursday night matchup of next week. Uh, I'm just going to quickly look at my list to make sure I got every game kind of looking all around today. Yep, all covered. Um, Let's look at the Thursday night game of next week. Uh, This is the Atlanta Falcons playing at the Carolina Panthers. And I think that, um, you know, my gut right now is telling me I take the Panthers. I think that I'm going to have to see both of these teams uh, play this week. Yeah, and I think, I think it's important that um, we really see how Atlanta plays just because of everything that's happened in that building and on that team this year. I think that there's a potential for Julio Jones to get many more touches and catches and touchdowns. Um, and Matt Ryan still looks like he can sling the ball around. And again, the Panthers have looked good this year. If they, if they had won last week, I'd be a little more confident about talking about them this far in advance, but I'm really going to have to see them against a Saints team that is lacking on the back end of their defense. I know Marshawn Lattimore is kind of, I think, the only piece of the puzzle that's kind of still there. Um, And, you know, they've always had solid defenses, but um, I think that it's important to look at uh, Robbie Anderson and kind of that Carolina offense, how they go against this Saints defense. Um, Again, I talked about the statistic that the Panthers hadn't hit in a game that was 50 or more for an over-under. And so I want to see if this week is going to kind of be a low-scoring affair. And then they go into Atlanta. Or Atlanta comes to them. My apologies. Atlanta comes to them. And then who knows if they're going to have to play a defensive game and, and, you know, minimize Julio Jones or double him or figure out ways to kind of limit that offense and make it one-dimensional. So... Yeah, it's hard to look this far in advance. I'm assuming I'll maybe do a a Thursday night special once this week is over. But the last big piece is Christian McCaffrey. And I think he is supposed to come back uh, for week eight, which is obviously the Thursday night game on October 29th. So, again, if he's in, uh, I think that makes a big difference here, especially coming back. Uh, It looks like, you know, looking this far in advance, I'll have to do a little bit of a Thursday night special, kind of do a little more work on it. But, you know, initially, if Christian McCaffrey's back, i like the Panthers to win here. Um, obviously, get some more information as the week goes on. Uh, we appreciate anyone tuning into this. If you're listening to this now, we've hit 100 downloads on our entire podcast just through all of our content we've put out so far. We are so grateful. Uh, we never thought that we would ever see the number 100 when looking at episodes or, or total views, whatever it is. Uh, we really appreciate anyone listening to this. It's something that, you know, we have fun doing and talking about behind the scenes. And, uh, again, I want to talk about the fact that, you know, I'm 21 and I'm making these picks and then, you know, I think I'm some hot shit. And then I have a week like last week where I go 8 and 10. Stuff surprises me. And I'm not going to use, you know, COVID as an excuse or, or school as an excuse. The fact of the matter is I just did make some good picks. So I'm hoping that this week, uh, you know, I, I do well and I can come back and, Talk on this podcast a little more confidence about my picks and things like that, but you know we keep moving. That's betting, and the fact of the matter is we're still thirty nine and twenty nine. No, it doesn't sound that good, but hey, we're we're above fifty percent. Um, and someone actually someone actually asked me to talk about a little bit of bankroll management on this show, and I'll actually do a couple minutes and talking about that, um and then I'll then I'll head out of here and tell you guys good luck for week seven, but talking about bankroll management i think the most important thing when i first started betting on sports games uh was that i put a set amount into you know whatever site bookie you want to use i put a set amount of cash whether it was $200 $150 $300 i said okay this is the money that i'm going to use if it ends up you know i got to cash out and i have 50 bucks or i got to cash out and i'm at a thousand uh this is the set amount and i understand that You know, betting is addictive at times and people want to, you know, have a good feeling on the game and want to put a lot of money out. But I think it's really important to have a set amount of funds that you're going to bet with and then kind of you can move that money around. Um, And I think it starts with straight bets. I think it starts with money lines and uh, things that are a little more broad. And then you can start looking at statistics when you look at covering and what teams have done, you know, over the last year as an average. And then you can look at what they've done as their you know, their body of work for said season that they're in. And so um, that's something that I always start out with was just betting who's gonna win. And uh, to me, that's, if I had to rank the ease of betting, taking someone to outright win is the easiest. And then second, I'd take a spread pick. And then third is the over-under. I find the over-under real hard. And even looking at statistics and looking at individual team scoring or looking at games that they've played where the total was X amount, I find that really hard. And so that's kind of where my mind gets all tangled up. But um, once you're comfortable with kind of betting on street bets and you've accumulated a little bit of extra cash past your further or your first investment, then you can kind of start using that money for a little bit of riskier picks. And whether that means making an 18 parlay or it means... Uh, making a parlay of different spreads I think that that's kind of the most fun for me is when I I make these lines or not sorry not these lines I make these parlays of different over-unders and and who's going to cover this and cover that and sometimes I make two or three and I kind of offset a few of them to see if I can make some cash Uh, but that's kind of more of just like the fun uh, leisure part for me I think that um, looking at getting really good at straight bets and kind of looking at basic win-loss statistics and then kind of developing once you start to make a little bit of money with the initial investment you created then you're able to use you know the extra money your profit and, and look at picks like spreads and things that are a little more complex but they can make you more money and so I think it's important to get really good at kind of the basics before you start spending your money which could either be your initial investment or your profit on things like spreads and over-unders and even prop bets, which that's something we didn't even get into and we don't get into much on this show. But, I mean, prop bets are a great way to make a lot of money just because the reduced amount of people that are betting on them, betting on them, you're able to get good odds and things like that. And I've had tons of success with prop bets. Um, a little m- less this year, I've been hesitant to kind of bet on those just with COVID and all these things. But, um, yeah, someone asked me to address a little bit of bankroll management. It can be something that... I come back to and talk about a little more, but I think it's important to find a set amount of investment to put in, knowing this is your betting money, kind of like when you go to a casino with a set amount of cash, and then getting good at straight bets and, and money line picks before you get into the spreads and over-unders and things like that. Maybe even using your profit money to bet on over-unders and spreads and things that can, one, make you more money, but also, uh, to me, are, they're much harder to st- statistically make a observational pick on. Um, so someone asked me to go over bankroll management, uh, again, I'll address more of it as it comes up. Uh, again, want to reiterate, we are so grateful for 100 downloads. Uh, to me, that's just like, that's crazy. I have no idea who's out there listening to this. Uh, if you want to rate or review, do it anywhere on where podcasts are listened to. Uh, I appreciate anyone tuning into our week seven picks. Uh, happy betting. I'm excited to see how I do and be able to come back to you guys accountably next week and uh, analyze some picks. Talk to you guys. Good luck. Stay safe. Talk to you soon.